is going on, baseball fans? Welcome back to the Turning Two Podcast, the one and only baseball podcast in the world. The one and only. That was a good, I like that intro. Good job. Yeah, thank you. My name is Jack, joined here by Lorenzo. We're here to talk some more playoff baseball. Yeah, we've been out of the studios a couple of days. We got some other big content coming mm-hmm. your way, guys. So, you know, we had to take a day off. But it's all because we're making even more content. So just a little quick plug in the beginning of the episode. Make sure you check out the Instagram at the Turning Two Podcast because that'll be dropping over the past next couple of days. But how you doing tonight, Jack? I'm good. Soul for a soul, the Thanos meme for the content. Not a lot of pods lately, but we're bringing bringing the skits, bringing the the memes, the doing more big picture stuff. Big picture like we're stuff. Getting, it's like instead of uh, usually we just make content, we put it out that day. But we're kind of like you know we're actually putting in work here, guys. So yeah. Thanks for the support and the love. I, did, I will say, my you know, sorry, go ahead. I did a bunch of videos today, so coming soon this month, they'll be they'll be dropping. Exactly, that's what we love to hear. That's called foreshadowing. Foreshadowing, I think. Foreshadowing, Jackie Foresight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I forget what I was. Saying. Oh, Twitter went down during mm-hmm. the uh, Astros Rays games today, and I realized how much I've become a Twitteraholic during baseball games, like. It's been, like, programmed into my mind. Randy Arozarena hit a home run, and my first reaction was, where's my phone? I think this is – here, deep talk to start the pod today. I think that's why sports Twitters work and why Twitter works in general. It's because that you can sit in your apartment with two dogs and no humans to talk to, and you're interacting up, with puppies. people about the game. Because if you're – like, if there's five people at your house – and you see a home run, it's like you're not just going to sit there. Like You talk to people about it, and Twitter gives everyone that opportunity. It really, Yo, I got on Twitter. as soon When it was down, I felt like an emptiness in my watching experience. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the same. Yeah, it's so, like when something really crazy happens, you have to check Twitter because it's like it's so crazy, you like start freaking out, and it's like your brain has to – you have to explain it to someone. You have to, like, be like, oh, my God. Like, why do people do that? Why do you have to say, what a home run? But, like, you do. You have to say that. You have to. So I hope we're filling that bowl in your, void in your guy's life because yeah. I certainly felt it tonight. And I was like, wow. Void this fillers. Is what our two fan, this is what our two fans feel like when we take a night off. I know. That's tough. Very Good tough. To see it. So no, no days off. But let's talk some baseball. We're just going to do today's games. We'll do a general like series recap, catch you guys up to date to where we're at in the AOCS and the NOCS. But let's start with the early game today. We had the Astros and the Rays taking each other on in an elimination game. And my friend, Mr. Jack Doyle, you know who has a plan. Dusty. Dusty has a plan. By the way, greatest nickname in sports, Dusty. It's cool. He yeah. he stole the show today. He was legendary. The toothpick is in action. He's just chilling it, dancing at the end. Uh, toothpick, toothpick under mask. I don't know. Double how, layered. I don't know how he does it. That's impressive. So he's like picking his teeth without even using his fingers under a mask. Do you think, and he still has time to pass along hugs and do some dance moves. Do you think the toothpick helps your gum health or does it hurt it? Like, are, Is it like flossing too much? Like, are his teeth too clean? I don't know, but I definitely feel like Dusty Baker has a straw hat. 100%. Like, he has to. He breaks it out in February when he goes to Florida. Dusty is a Florida man. He's he's such a Florida man. Such He's probably driving around like a a Camaro, a Mm -hmm. top-off straw hat toothpick. Dusty Baker, he's only listens to the Chili Peppers. He lives in like a a elderly housing thing, and they all just like swing. 
There's just a bunch of swingers down in Florida just vibing out. Oh, Dusty plays the saxophone. I kind of, I might have him pegged as a, um, what's that damn thing called? A cello? No, the long black one. I don't know what you, what, I don't know what that is. What is his instrument? Wait. A clarinet? Clarinet. I have him as a clarinet guy. Dusty Baker is a clarinet guy. Yeah. But let's talk about what happened on the field. So when Dusty Baker wasn't stealing this show, Mr. Carlos Correa, the super villain of the MLB, was as he hits a walk-off home run to give the Astros the 4-3 victory and push a game six. That's right. Two straight games they've staved off elim- elimination. And today it was help. It was like a bullpen day for them. Hmm. They This was the game they needed. Because tomorrow they got Framber Valdez going. Game 7, they got Lance McCullough Jr. going. But today they combined for seven different pitchers, take the ball, give up three runs to the Rays. Correa gets it done. Altuve doesn't throw a ball into center field, which was huge. Yeah, man, that's what happened for the Astros side. And then for the Rays, they went Curtis to Fleming to Sledgers to Anderson. And Nick Anderson, who's been absolutely Lights out for them this October. Gives up the bomb to Correa. One thing I want to notice. Oh, wait, quickly. Randy Rosarena, he does it again. The hottest hitter on the face of the planet. Another home run. 381 batting averages postseason. 1.266 OPS. That's correct. 1.266 just lights out. Yeah, this game, it was a really good game. It had some really cool storylines throughout the game. I mean... Astros kind of flip the script. They get less hits than the Rays, but they win. Something that the Rays have been doing to them all series. Rays get three runs all off three solo shots, kind of evenly spaced out through the game. You got the Astros' first pitch they've seen home run, and then last pitch of Joy the game, Springer. home run. So they start the game and end the game with a home run. That's pretty cool. Correa calls you know a they shot. say uh, figure out how to start and end the game, and then uh, figure out the middle. Yeah. Just the middle will just happen. That's what they did, yeah. Um, some pretty good pitching throughout the whole game. I think the Astros beating the Rays in a bullpen day is huge after beating Glasnow. I mean, that's those are kind of the things that you don't... These are the two games that the Astros probably should lose, but they pulled out two wins. Yeah, it's weird. The games they should have won, they lost, and the games they should have lost, they won. Yeah. Um, I think the big question I have to go from this game is I think that... Um, Kevin Cashes and Dusty Baker, they were both doing this. They were bringing in hitters for four or relievers for four outs. So their plan was so you could go in for the first out. And then because of the new free uh, free batter rule minimum, mm-hmm. they'll bring them at the last out of each inning because then it's waved off when the inning ends. So if they give up a walk or a hit, they can pull them out to start the next inning immediately. But most of them, they let them go one and one third. And, like, a reliever is not making excuses for Anderson because he's, like, a multi-inning reliever. But any all these guys, like, like that mindset of you have to get go out pitch, then go sit down, and then yeah. go out pitch again. I don't know if that's the best recipe for success. We always praise the Rays for putting their guys in positions to succeed. I don't really know if Cash did that today. And then the other big question is Josh Fleming. He let him go free innings today, and he gave up two runs. I think they had way too long of a leash on him. Yeah. Re- Interesting pitching for sure by the Rays. Back to your point about like the length. I think the Rays have done that all year though, and it's worked in the playoffs. I think maybe it's just Nick Anderson's kind of having a rough stretch here because like Deidre Castillo, you see him 
get two inning saves like multiple times. I think they don't have like that closer. They just put guys in who they like the matchups of. It's a very interesting baseball strategy. But I think Anderson has definitely been iffy. Yeah, I don't. I, I think he's been really good this October. I just don't. I don't know if I like that move. Um, I think it's just a in a one-one game. I think that's uh, give Anderson an inning, give Fairbanks yeah. an inning. Like do it like one-one-one. I don't yeah. like that move. Or maybe um, I mean Anderson and, was like really really bad yesterday, and you got Fairbanks and Castillo both like ready. Maybe like try them and then put Anderson tomorrow. Maybe he has a little felt, help, a little healthier. I don't know. It felt like uh, Kevin Castle was managing far too much off his paper rather than his eyes in this game. Yeah. I, I mean, this is a game the Rays don't have to win. I mean, now it's 3-2, so it gets a little scary. But I think tight. the Rays are now thinking, okay, now we can actually bring in Snell. I, I would assume they're going. And then just Castillo, Fairbanks, Anderson, whatever they need. Yeah, I just felt like it was unnecessary life and hope to give to the Astros because now instead yeah. of having to win four in a row, they need to win two in a row, and you need to win one, and that's far more reasonable when they got their big guns ready too now um, with Framber, who's just a bowling ball, and then they got Lance McCullough Jr.'s, and now you're giving this the supervillains like hope and like oddly the narrative is switching a little bit. I think it is. It's because they're underdogs. Everyone wants them to come back from 3-0. But it's like everyone hates the Astros, but also you can't. No matter who it is, if it's three zero and you come back, you gotta root for that. If you walk the walk, you can talk the talk, and that's what Carlos Correa is doing. And it's yeah. getting like sick. I'm getting sick in my head. Like I'm becoming a psychopath because I watch him hit that home run, and I'm gonna. I went, oh no! Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I went, I cheered for about two seconds, and then I realized I hate him. But also. If you come out and you talk that much shit and then you go out there and you pimp off a 400-foot home run to dead center to walk off a postseason game, that's, that's kind of cool. You can say whatever you want. He's a successful villain. Manny Machado couldn't do it. If he played out of his mind in the in the World Series on the Dodgers when he was with them, he'd be a successful villain. He couldn't do that. Correa is just doing the thing. He's, he can back up what he's talking. So, I mean... He's gonna get fans from this. He, I don't know if he'll get fans, but it's um, it's definitely like the Astros uh, are trying. It's weird. I don't know how to describe it, but they're definitely not. People don't want to admit they're rooting for them. I feel like there's just a whole sub fan base yeah. of baseball fans right now. They all want to see the Astros get to the World Series, but they don't want them to win. It's weird. It's a weird dynamic. I feel like a lot of people are dealing with some inner conflict right now. Let's do some quick matchup talk. Because, so right now, technically, it would be, if we're playing the favors, it'd be Rays Braves. Yes. Easiest chance to win. But, I mean, both teams could easily come back. Is Would it be cool to see the Astros come back 3-0 and the Dodgers come back from 3-1 to face up in the World Series? Or is that like, they've kind of not been the best so far. Do we not want that? I want that more than anything in this world. Not No disrespect to the Rays or the Braves because the Rays have been amazing, and the Braves' offense may be funner than the Dodgers' team. Yeah. Like, the Braves are a funner team than the Dodgers are. Um, But I just love that storyline, man. I think that would be so good. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I, I want the Braves to beat the Dodgers. I do want them to win tomorrow, and I want the Dodgers to lose 4-1. But then... Do I want, like, Rays, Braves? Is, 
Rays Braves or Rays Astros? Rays Braves is Rob Manfred's worst nightmare. But is Astros Braves any better? Because then it's like, I feel like the Astros should win. But you'll tune in to watch the Astros lose. Or win, dude. That'd be wild. They win the World Series. But if if you're a common baseball fan, you don't want the Astros to win, so you'll tune in to watch them lose. Yeah, so... Yeah, Rays Braves. I mean, Braves have a big market. Rays have a really good team. I don't think they have that market, though, so... Yeah, but for, like, this Rays uh, Astros series, I've watched them managing, and it feels like old school versus new school, just how Dusty's manage it. You have Granky last night mm-hmm. um, in game game four. Base is loaded. Dusty comes out to the mound. He, like, says post-game that he looked into Granky's eyes, and that's why he wanted to leave him on the mound, even though every analytical stat said, get this guy off the mound. Mm-hmm. So Dusty was like, okay, that's a feel thing. And then you saw it again today. He was just a feel thing with Jose Altuve. Uh, he keeps leaving him in there. And these pitching changes, I feel like he's managing the game much like he's watching it. And he's like, all right, gut. This is what my gut tells me. Yeah. And then you have um, Kevin Cash, who's a great manager, but it seems like he's maybe not watching <laughs> close enough in some of these situations. I think the Rays don't have that guy like Zach Cranky. I think they're all built around this strategy that the Rays do because this is the Rays thing. They're going to Ray. So I don't think they have that dude that it's like you just let him go and he's just kind of – he's not – like Granky probably doesn't look at the analytics that much. I think he goes up there, grunts, and shoves 89 prior fastballs. So I think that's why you can do the feel thing. I don't think you can do the feel thing with Nick Anderson because he's like – his job is to do his exact task that the analytics department tells him. That is true. Zach Granke's definitely not checking out what his OPS plus is. Yeah. He's just throwing no the ball. No idea. That's what he does. 89 mile per hour changeup and an 89 mile per hour fastball. The goat stuff. Another thing I wanted to do, talk more about, like, this whole series for me revolves around Jose Altuve. Because George Springer and Correa have been playing out of their minds. Bregman, too. He's gotten unlucky, but his defense at third base is single-handedly why they're in the spot they're in. I mean, he's the amount of runs oh, he saved on that barehanded play. But Jose Altuve's ability to make these awful plays every game. He had three errors in the in the series so far. Comes in today, gets picked off at first base. It's like it's like when he doesn't have the bat in his hand, he's a nightmare. But when he has the bat, he's just he's doing good. Like he keeps hitting. They should DH him. Yeah. Basically. All he knows how to do right now is hit. He gets picked off at first base. He gets thrown out at second trying to tra- stretch a single into a double yeah. today. He's had – Jose Altuve has 57 career posts. I think – no, after today, how many games in this series do they play? This is game five. Yeah, yeah they've, five, they've played five. Yeah, so he played 54 career postseason games before entering this series against the Rays. Mm-hmm. He had three total errors. In five games against the Rays, he has three errors. He's been picked off at first base. He's been thrown out of second base. And all weird. he does is hit tanks. It's very weird. I don't get it. What is this guy doing? Like, And then they cut to him in the dugout, and he's like doing the hair grab. Like, you just failed your math test, and your teacher and your mom are going to talk about you. Like, he's doing that lean over, grab your hair. Like, oh, I'm stressed mm-hmm. out. And I'm just like, guy, you're thinking it, about this way too much. Yeah, but, like, his hit, he's has the best average of this whole series. Better than Randy Arozarena. Like, he's just he has more. He has more postseason home runs than David Ortiz. That's um, that's Springer. Or George Springer does. I thought that was yeah. Altuve. Never mind that. How many does it? I don't think Altuve has the pop like him. 
Maybe. I don't know. This series he does. Oh, he, oh, he's, he only he's has five. Damn. He's hitting bombs. Oh, no, he's 18. Oh, he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, why, why are you checking me like that? I didn't even know that. I just yeah, Get out of here. They have the same. Wait, what? So they both have 18. Springer you and Altuve. You just made me feel dumb on the pod. Well, th- that was an nice. accident by you, right? It was accidentally correct. No, I heard that stat, uh, and then like I was like, "Oh, that's a good stat," but then you said it, I was wrong, and I was like, "I'm not gonna die on this bridge. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna back out." <laughs> that's now a, that's you cr- look actually, dumb. That's crazy. They both. I think Springer might have 19 now, but they both have more than David Ortiz. Interesting. I mean, he's been in the yeah, postseason a- every year of his career, so. <laughs> That is true, but either way, now we're going to game six tomorrow night. It's going to be a good one. You got Framber Valdez coming out for the Astros. He was up in the pen today, big boy. It's getting loose. Framber hasn't looked bad yet, so this is exciting for Astros fans. Framber Valdez, and then you got Blake Snell, who's only kind of looked bad, in my opinion. Yeah. So he's the results got done last game against the Astros, but we'll see if they're able to get him this time. And uh, I'm just saying... I don't feel confident as a race fan. I think this is an Astros dub. We're going to find out tomorrow night when we talk and about it. you got to root for Game 7. Even if you want the race to win, it's got to be in Game root 7. Root for chaos. Yeah, root you, for chaos. I'm, I want to see this Game 7, especially if, I mean, if the Dodgers don't manage to come back, there'd be no baseball. Like, we want to see a Game 7 here. I agree. Uh, I'm officially picking the race tomorrow, mm. but... I think Rays take it, but I will say I am rooting for chaos. So if the Astros get it, I will not be sad. Because I want to see Glass now come out of the uh, pen again in Game 7. True. I think I want to see Framber shove for six innings. Then I want to see Granky come out. Ooh, two days rest? Yeah, do I mean, elimination. You got to do what you got to do. So that'd be fun. Hey, we have no idea what's going to happen because Dusty has the plan and he ain't sharing it with any of us until yeah. in the game. But, man, can he do a Cupid shuffle? And he's or, just shuffling Oh, the yeah. Field. If not Dame 6, I think you'd rather see Granky in Dame 7. Dame 7 Granky is just un- unreal. So. Oh, yeah. Get get him out there. He's he's ready to eat and sure, just grunt his way to World Series. McCullers for 6, Granky for 3. You're good. Dusty's plan. But let's talk about the other game that happened tonight and the other series that going on, because I don't know if you remember, Jack, but there's an NLCS going on. There is. And it's between the LA Dodgers and the Atlanta Braves, and it's not going like anyone predicted, if I gotta be honest. I was thinking about this. If you would say it's 3-1 Braves, because the Braves won tonight, and how it got here, there's no way you would have predicted this. Two blowout wins two or kind of three blowout wins really but without a late comeback then like a whatever kind of game it's like what what is happening let me explain to you what is happening because in game two the last time we talked to you the Braves were slapping around the Dodgers but in the ninth inning the Dodgers get some life and they make it close but the Braves hold on eight to seven then game three comes rolling around and all the pressure is on young Kyle Wright to get the job done but he can't do it as the Dodgers break a postseason record by scoring 11 runs off Kyle Wright in two-thirds innings pitched. He did, they didn't technically they scored six runs off Kyle Wright, 11 runs in the inning. Max Muncy hit the grand slam. They hit three home runs in the inning. And then they just kind of cruised to victory for the rest of the game, 15-3, game-free victory. And then comes game four, 
everyone's hot on the street with the Dodgers. Vegas has them as a favorite to win the world uh, win the World Series again. <laughs> but then the Braves come out and just do the damn thing. Bryce Wilson, rookie pitcher, sees what Kyle Wright does and says, "Hey, man." I'll show you how a rookie's supposed to look. He goes out six innings pitch, one hit, one run, five strikeouts, and outdoors the greatest pitcher of our generation, Clayton Kershaw, who goes five innings, seven hits, four and runs, four strikeouts. Then Gratterall, everyone's favorite glove tosser, comes in, gives up three earned runs, looks horrible, does not celebrate. Sorry, buddy. You suck. I don't like you at all. And then the Braves just start adding on. Marcelo Zuna, four hits, first time he's ever had a four-hit game in the postseason. Two of those went for bombs. Acuna Jr. had himself a day, two hits. Freddie Freeman, two hits. And then the whole lineup just went up and down and did it. Albies went yard. Did it? Oh, no, Albies go yard? Who was it? No. Sorry, I'll figure that out. Um, you Ozu- talk about the game. Let me Ozuna figure that out. did two, and that was it. That was it. I thought all oh, always had the sexy slide at home. Yeah. Sorry, I got my notes mixed up. This game's super fun too. I mean, the rookie comes out. He's like the sec, the third rookie pitcher. Everyone loves Ian Anderson. Kyle Wright was getting the hype. He didn't show up. Bryce Wilson comes out today. S in the Bryce, by the way, is a little weird. And he just shoves. I mean, the Dodgers Wait, have B R I S E. It's B R Y S E. Yeah. That's weird, yeah. Very, very, like, southern. Um, That's Kansas. Yeah. They scored two runs, three hits, after putting up 15 runs. Like, the Dodgers did not, the bats were not hot today. And the Braves, I mean, there's no better way to punch back after getting blown out than blow them out. 14 hits, 10 runs. It was insane. Yeah. I think we saw the, my two takeaways from these past two games is, first off, the Dodgers... Like, the way they, um, you look at game three, and you're like, this is the greatest team on the planet. And everyone was like, oh, it's only one game, doesn't matter how many runs they score. And I was like, no, they're just, this is offense is getting alive again. Like, this is dangerous. I bought into that. But then you start get this game, and then the Braves score 10, and that's like 24 hours. I feel entirely different about the series. I'm like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, I think scoring after the first, like, t- seven runs, it didn't matter. Because the Braves just got to rest their pen. So it's it, true. It but, just helps the Braves at that point. Uh, the big story for me is Clayton Kershaw again. This this is an interesting debate. He gets out shoved by a rookie. Now that, I get where you, bad look. I mean, no, I'm definitely on the anti Kershaw train for the playoff thing, and it's like, but he pitched really well until that last inning. Um, but when you so it's like I get that argument, but. A rookie pitcher comes in and outduels you in a do or die playoff game. It's just it's not that doesn't fit Kershaw's career. Like he just can't he can't do it in the playoffs. It's like always bad luck, but eventually I always I'm like, do you put yourself in a good position? To, what should he have been out there for the sixth inning? I don't know. You can make an argument, no. Um, or after that first batter, take him out after Freddie Freeman barreled him up, and they kind of just left him in there to die. I think he had um, not. Re- he had 77 pitches going into the sixth inning. and But we've seen this. We've read this book over and over of Kershaw. Yeah. When when it unravels for Kershaw in the playoffs, it unravels. There's a, some really fun stuff about first first batter of the Dodgers blowout win, 
Mookie Betts barely made it to first safe, and that started the the massacre. This game, in the sixth inning, Acuna gets on with a close play, a throw, thrown away ball, and then they score six runs. And it's like, if that, Almost. they make that play, it's very different. I thought he broke his hand on the play. I, yeah, I was like, oh, this is bad. He landed this on is it bad. real then, weird. Then it goes all the way like that. Um, I just think that consistently the Dodgers, like, are you not watching Kershaw? Like, you can't be afraid to pull your star player if he's losing it. They never pull Kershaw ahead of time. No, I've they never, don't. I've never looked back and been like, oh, they they took Kershaw out too early there. Maybe it let us have that conversation for once instead of, oh, Freddie Freeman just barreled up a ball, and Okunia got on on a weird single, and this is obviously not going your way. Mm-hmm. So let's try to get out ahead of it. Before I, it gets out of hand. I think it goes back to, and the Dodgers have an immaculate team, but there's stuff to nitpick. The Dodgers don't like the back into their pen. They need, they don't have the arms to go four innings of late relief. They needed Kershaw to go there because I think if you bring in, have we seen Joe Kelly or Kenley Jansen in a high pressure situation? No, not like, since um, Padres, Dodgers game two. Yeah, like once you get to those situations, the Braves feel like they're, they're going to score 10 runs and I, they just... They got to Kershaw, and that's all. I was telling him. I was talking to myself. That's all they need to do: get Kershaw out in the sixth inning, and they were good. The Dodgers have been, um, from what I've been noticing with this series, is it feels like the, besides the first inning of Game Three, the Braves have dictated everything. And it's like the Dodgers are just trying to fight back. Like they're always just punching back. Yeah, and it's it's come from the Braves are out pitching the Dodgers, except for Kyle Wright. They're they're pitching better, and they're rookies. It's insane. I, I have a hot take. I don't know what I, if I want to open up this bag, but when you look at the Dodgers' rotation, you say, like, oh, they're, they kind of ray it up a little bit because they have so many arms, but they don't have a set one through four, or at least even one through three. And I think I think they're missing a starter. I don't think they're missing a starter. I think they're not using Dustin May properly. Well, I mean, that goes into it too, but I think they the way they manage their like their rotation, it, it's like they have seven starters, but they don't. Like, you have Bueller, who is not, I mean, is he an ace? I guess, not really. Hasn't been performing no. like one. Then you go Kershaw, and then Dustin May, Julio Arias, Gonsolin, who all are kind of like bullpen pieces, but it's when you that can be beat, it's not like the Nats last year Ooh. where it was ace, ace, ace. Who would have thought that would be missing David Price right now? Yeah, exactly. Ryu too. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of things there. I mean, their lineup is insane. Their I middle. I think they bull- have plenty of talent to do it though. They it's just do. That they're not. They're not. I don't like the way they're playing, and I also don't like their mic. The way they're playing on the field. Like you look at this. Um, you look at this. Dodgers team right now like when the Braves got hot and going tonight they were doing the mix it up sign they were like they were feeling themselves and the faces in the Dodgers dugout was like oh no here we go again yeah it wasn't like oh we're gonna stop this it was just like oh it's happening again and I feel like that's how this team is it's always how are we gonna blow it this time not how are we gonna win this game so that's why I'm taking Braves in game five I think Braves are gonna close it out yeah so you got is Freed going can't confirm. Let me check. Do they? Oh. No, no, he wouldn't. Yes, Is I he? would. 
I, w- I don't know. I'm going to find out. I mean, these Dodgers, uh, are they're going to throw Dustin May. Bueller's going tomorrow, I think. I think, it, I think it's Dustin. I think it's Bueller because he was up in the pen. He was warming up in this game. Let me find out why you keep talking. The announcers oh. <laughs> were saying Dustin May, like, for sure. But, I mean, they don't know. That was just their guess, but I don't know. I, I would use... Yeah, the Would I May. use tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, that's a lot of pressure for Dustin May. TBD. This is first start of the postseason, too. It's first ever yeah. postseason start. It's only game five, though, so they got to play the long game. they got to hope they win and then Joe Bueller, then Joe Kershaw. It's, it's really true, but you want to know what Clayton Kershaw... Has his ERA now in the NLCSs? What? Four eighty four. Not good for a Hall of Famer. It's not good. So now you got to now Kershaw was supposed to be the one. You had everything set up. He was the one to be, supposed to be the one to turn the page. Now you're going to be relying on Dustin May, who you've used as a two inning reliever for two rounds of the postseason now, to be your get stop gap. When honestly. You, he could have This is stupid to say, but the Braves just showed us what happens when a rookie pitcher pitches. Mm-hmm. You either get the best in the entire world with tonight with Bryce Wilson, or you get Kyle Wright, and it's just spiral out of control. Yeah, I can't see Dustin May doing that, but it's also hard to imagine him throwing like six innings because we I haven't can't. seen that. That's not who he's been this postseason. Yeah. So I just think the Dodgers have put them in a terrible themselves in a terrible position. Dave Roberts sucks at managing, and I'm like wondering. I don't know. I but uh, you got to give the Braves all the credit in the world because Marcelo Zuna comes up today and he's just taking selfies and hitting bombs. Yeah, and the energy that the Braves play with, like Marcelo Zuna hits a home run, Acuna's jumping 45 feet in the air, and everyone's losing their goddamn minds. Then you look at the Dodgers; they're all like shaking hands. The Braves are beating the Dodgers with pitching, and. After, I mean, everyone knows the Braves' offense can bang. So if they outpitch the Dodgers, it's a wrap. If you take out that 11-run first inning, what does this series look like? Yeah, I mean, that That's game... That's a hypothetical question. Yeah, that game seems like the the Braves were almost punting in the pitching department there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you're, you're looking at a sweep. And how many runs have the Dodgers scored? Outside of that game? Uh, that's a good question. Well, they scored seven game two, and then they scored how many tonight? They scored four tonight? No, that's not true. Yeah, oh, they so scored two tonight. Maybe the stats. Yeah. Stat could be nice it, maybe against, like, starters. They haven't been able to get it going. Pitching, yeah. Against Ian Anderson and Bryce Wilson. Who would have thought that would be the kryptonite of the Los Angeles, the juggernaut Los Angeles Dodgers? Yeah, against Freed, Anderson, and um, Wilson. Wilson. It's been, like, like five Maybe four runs. <laughs> and that they've been shutting him down. And then Walker Bueller, Clayton Kershaw. And I don't know about you, but I'm not really. I love Dustin May, but I'm definitely not confident going in tomorrow. I could easily see him giving up two shots. Yeah, and I think Braves, they want this. I mean, it, all they have to do, if they win tonight, they don't have to face Bueller and Kershaw, which is, I think, Dust- you want you want that. Do you, you may want to see Kershaw. Uh, Dustin yeah. May is a lot like Tyler Glass now, I think. His stuff is absolutely electric, but yeah. he's very home run. He'll give you a he'll give you a bomb or two. I just I haven't seen Dustin May get beat that much. I, I I've seen see him give happening. up bombs. I just I don't think I've seen him give up a home run yet. So that for some reason that fastball that moves at a hundred and it moves in on these right hand hitters, 
and they're able to barrel it up somehow. Mm-hmm. And I think they just turn his velocity right back out there. I've seen I've seen some hitters put some put some balls in the seats against him this year. Yeah, I mean, he's he's real good to watch. Um, very interested to see who the Braves throw because I think that's kind of going to dictate how they're playing this. Because if they throw Freed, Do you, I don't know if you throw Freed. I don't think you can, but who like no. They're at their five starter. Like who? I, I think you even... pray that you can your offense get bang against us in May. Go and bullpen you just do day. What you did. You you pen a day. You do it up because you Ooh. didn't have to use any of your good relievers today. Yeah, and then if you're up like what five to one, bring in like Anderson out of the pen or something maybe. If you're up, get the whole pen double barrel action. Yeah, but like start out bullpen day, see if you can get a lead. Let's make Maybe, our official predictions, though. What I just heck it up. Bring like Freed out for the eight and nine, just like chaos. Oh, if you're up, you throw everything about yeah. the kitchen sink at the Dodgers, and you just pray you're able to hold on. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to give this team life. Yeah, and this could—it's either going to be a dot. Well, obviously, there's only two outcomes, but the Braves are like, this is our series, or we see the Dodgers storm out of the gates again, and be like, no, this yeah. is going to be a series. Well, let's hear what you think officially. What's your prediction? Did we do predictions for the other game? Yeah, we did. I took Rays. I don't think I took anyone. Who are you taking? I'm taking Astros. Well, there's your prediction. I did say Astros in seven was my prediction, so I guess I kind of you did got to stick with that. Um. Oh, it depends who they're pitching. I think I might have to take the Dodgers. No, I'm Ooh. going Braves. We're going Braves. I'm I'm going Dodgers tomorrow. You switched it I up. I think Dodge. Yeah, I think Dodge is going to get it tomorrow. Um, just because all my heart says Braves, but my mind says Dodgers, and am I going to regret this? But I think that a uh, a team is able to stave off elimination in like a free one series once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that first game, you're all fired up. The problem with being down in the free one is obvious. You got to do it three times in a row, and that mental energy it takes is really hard to get going. I think the Dodgers will be able to get it going for tomorrow night, though. If I my official prediction, I think the Dodgers are gonna win four to one, and you're gonna see Dustin May like out there for like two innings, and then just gonna yeah. heck it up. Yeah, th- this is gonna be really really good. We got two elimination games tomorrow. Hope what are the two. start times? Oh my god, here we go. Baseball's hot. Uh, Rays Astros six oh five, and then Dodgers, Dodgers Braves are eight nine. So we're gonna have a late night pod tomorrow night, but this is gonna be a good couple day of baseball guys really nice you got anything else you want to part the words for the people with Did we, we miss should anything? do i think we should do a little on the spot um from each game player to watch for tomorrow my player to watch is just kind of obvious jose altuve but if not jose altuve for the astros game watch michael brantley mm. just a professional hitter and if i was a man who put money down i'd say he's gonna have a nice little solo shot in tomorrow's game the Astros game, I'm going the bowling ball himself, Framber Valdez, because I, if he pitches bowling a good balls. game, he cements himself as like he just killed it this postseason. So I'm kind of rooting for that. And then also the race starter, Snell, I'm like what version of him are we getting? So I think the winner of this game, game is going to be dictated on that, that pitching matchup. If I'm the Dodgers, I'm looking for – Mookie Betts because he hasn't had his signature Mookie Betts moment this mm-hmm. series yet and you traded him to be that type of guy. Cody Bellinger has had more moments than him and 
he's the only one I feel like I'm not seeing on the Dodgers field. And like you, you need him at second base doing this weird hand celebration. You gotta be doing getting going. So Mookie, if the Dodgers are gonna win tomorrow, Mookie's gotta get hot. And for the Braves, I'm looking for my nice, sexy Dansby Swanson to keep his hot streak going. Get me a little solo sexy shot out there. I want to see you around those bases. For the Braves, I'm thinking I'm picking them to win. Pitching has to be unreal, obviously. I mean, if they throw it full punt day, it's gonna, takes going to look bad. But um, look out for Tristan, Christian Pache. I have I have a little hunch he's going to get up in a big situation. He's going to sneak a single in there and win the game. He tried to bunt against Kershaw today. I was a little confused, but I have to respect it. Also, was they're currently playing. Who bunted today? Yeah, is that Pache? I think it was Pache. He's fast. Yeah, it was Pache. Also, um, I as we're wrapping up this pod, I have MLB Network on in the background, and they're sh- currently showing a compilation of all of Dusty Baker's hugs this postseason. That's and I've never. It's electric. I've never been a happier man. Like <laughs> screen he, record that. <laughs> He goes over top on each hug, so he goes over your Big arms. Balls move. He has a freaking wheelbarrow to carry his nuts around. Yeah, you know how you usually go one under, one over, and then you pat each other. Mm-hmm. He's full bear. He goes, yeah, he goes over. He squeezes your shoulders, so now you're just at his hug mercy, and he just embraces you. Do I have permission to go full Jackie oversight real quick? Overreaction. I would love it. Say the Braves win tomorrow and the Dodgers lose the series 4-1 to one in the NLCS, how does this rank against their iconic losses going back to 2017? So we have World Series loss, 2018, um, World Series loss, Ooh. 2019, NLCS loss, and then this would be, or no, NLDS loss, this would be an NLCS loss. This is not as bad as last year's, but... I think last year's may have been their worst. You can't lose in the DS. Because um, they're a better team than the Braves, though. I think this one might be probably losing the World Series in 2017 might be the toughest. But it was like... That's compa- the toughest. But then but the, cheating the cheating thing. Yeah, so I think that's a wipe. I think you go this because, I mean, it is the NLCS, but if you lose, if you only win one game and you have the... People are saying the best team ever assembled, you get Mookie This one may bets. be up there. And you don't get you get one win against three w- rookie pitchers. Yeah, yeah, this one may be up there. I'd have to, I, it's a little too close to the, it's a little too hot right now yeah. to like it look back. But I don't fault them for the Red Sox World Series because I think the Red Sox are just a better team than them. Everyone knew whoever if the Astros or Red Sox, whoever won that series was the champions. Yeah, like that. The Red Sox were just a better. They steamrolled yeah. everyone that year. Um. Yeah, this one may be up there, but I have to like take a step back after. But man, Dodgers fans, I really feel for you, but also I don't. But in a weird way, I do. I I I want to feel, so I want them to lose, and then I want to sympathize with all the sad fans that like because there'll be those fans on Twitter that's like, I'm not a fan anymore. Like, fire everyone, trade everyone, and that's kind of fun. So, yeah, I like misery. I'm yeah, mis- misery is good in in small accounts. Misery loves company, so we're miserable. So give us company. That's what we want. But I think we're about done here. Yeah, I think we got some we got some great thoughts out there. Forty I mean, minutes flies by. It does. We've never been wrong with our predictions, so take that to the bank. Yeah. yeah, I could I actually have a couple I did went deep diving in the pod the other day and I got like four or five of your screen recorded now. 
So if yeah. you ever decide to uh, sue me, <laughs> any for because I'm the HR manager over here at Turning mm-hmm. Two. So if you ever try to sue me for actions, I'm just gonna release those to the public. What's been my worst take? Because you have the um, the your Phillies worst take was Dodgers. Or... I think your worst take was Dodgers sweeping the Braves. I did say that, yeah. That was by far. I think that may be your worst take. I feel like I have worse. That one's pretty bad. That's it a worst take. Also, that Oakland would, wasn't a good baseball team. True. Also I mean, they lost the Astros, so. Yeah, but that doesn't mean they're not a good baseball team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Astros are in a tight-knit series with the Rays and the ALCS. True, but that series was brutal. The, the A's were just like, we that don't even want to win. That was a tough series. Not good. But we're all done here, guys. It's late. We're going to bed. But make sure you guys catch the double elimination games tomorrow. And if you think we don't have you covered on that, you don't know anything. You're just like Jack Doyle over here. So oh, make sure you follow us. On- I had Angels winning the World outro? Series at a little bit. Okay. That's, that's the, the worst, worst take. Yeah. You can unfollow us on social media for that one at the Turning Two Podcast on Instagram. On Twitter, at the Turning Cube Pod. Like we said, we got a bunch of fun content coming out the next couple of days, guys. So make sure you subscribe and check that out. And we'll be back tomorrow with another daily podcast. See you then. Peace.